morning. Hi, Robbie. Are, are you the only other person here? So far, how's my sound quality? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, it's okay. I'm going to turn it up. Um, hey, I was just in the middle of writing you an email. And I I was just, I want with you and, and, and encourage you and I didn't realize that we were going to be doing one of these meetings this morning uh, okay my, uh, I don't know who's calling me I'll be back just, but I wanted to encourage you thank you So, Robbie, uh, just a second. Uh, whatever this is, it's on the phone now, so too. So, I'm going to hang up, okay? Hanging up my phone. Hanging up my phone. Oh, weird echo. Yeah, it's because I have my phone on, too. Through the phone and through the internet this time. Ah, interesting. Testing one, two, three. Can you hear me clearly? Yeah. Testing. By the way, okay. is this Uber conference thing better than Zoom? I mean, you know. Uber is better. The nice thing about Uber conference is that it um, uh, dials out for you. And man, it's, 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 it's much simpler at doing this one thing. Uh, audio conferencing zoom is okay there's no i mean technically you can sort of do everything you can with one or the other uh but with uber conference uh -huh. a will dial out for you b it's, it's just a phone number if you call this number we can talk we don't have to set up the passcode we don't have to set up a meeting id we don't have to type in a bunch of pound signs we just call it and it works that's cool and i had it was also much cheaper so i had this long before my zoom license so at some point. Oh, so, uh, so it, it, there is a fee involved. Yeah, um, it's like fifteen bucks a month or whatever for the service. Oh, okay. All right, that's good to know. I'm, it's very interesting. Yeah. Sorry, I, I have to find my dog. I'll be right back. Okay. I'm here. I'm sitting here listening to our dogs wrestle. I'm also here. Oh, okay, very good. I'm also here. All right. Do you also have dog issues or you're good? We have no dog in this fight. All right. Thank you for these Wait a minute for Janet to finish. And settled, and then we can. Oh, by the way, I had a really good talk with my dad yesterday. Um, there's some stuff related to his prayer request that uh, uh -huh. you know I needed to talk about. It was actually I'm, we were going to talk a week ago, but I'm kind of glad we waited because after that session, I felt like it was much clearer to me kind of what God was doing and where we need to go next. So it definitely okay. feels like we're on track, even if uh, 
things being somewhat chaotic that we have uh, the God is doing something and it's all coming together in his timing and his way uh, even if it's not at all the way or the timing that we expected so I'm actually yeah, well, reassured good thank you I uh, I have a lot of feelings and a lot of thoughts about yesterday morning um, I wish I can unpack but uh I have wondered, among other things, if uh, an apology to either your dad or your father-in-law. <laughs> she warranted, and uh, she didn't, if, if if any communication could be helpful there, uh, we can talk about that. Yeah, I think that could be helpful. Um, actually, while Janet is busy sorting out her dogs, maybe you can just start by sharing your feelings about yesterday's session. Uh, Janet, uh, are you there? Ooh, we're getting a lot of background. I'm doing dog things. I, I can, can hear you, but I'm doing dog things. Can you mute? I'm trying to protect my shampoo carpet. Okay. Um, yeah, so so Robbie, uh, uh, is Brent, by the way, he was invited. He didn't confirm. So we're, we're, yeah, he's in Fresno, I believe. But anyway, we don't need to meet now. With Brent, we can keep going. Okay. So if you can um, mute, but anyway, uh, Robbie, uh, I was worried you about you feeling bad. Yeah. Oh, can you? Well, if you uh, if you can mute. I'm worried then, uh, about you. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, well, but don't. Uh, I want to encourage you. Thank you. If, if uh, Ernie had asked me a question, which I'll be glad to answer if you're done with what you wanted to say. No, it's... Okay, go ahead, Robbie. Yeah, um, so, uh, yeah, I know the previous week, Janet was also on, had said that she felt um, just a lot of attack and a lot of discouragement as she was doing it and I, I thought I thought about that uh, yesterday I felt uh, some of that uh, during but more afterwards um, and I but I also in reflecting thought about how much it felt like some of the times I've tried to do with my own family where I've tried to focus on doing things a certain way that I hoped would work um, but I I was focused on the process and not on the people. And uh, that was my primary sense of yesterday was that uh, I was trying to test out this idea. Can, can I get people to follow something that they've never seen before based on written instructions? And uh, I think my, my experience was that clearly it didn't work yesterday. And... Uh, I don't actually have any sense of something else I want to try along those lines. If I could redo it, I would um, be much more concerned about the people and what they're experiencing and taking them forward a step at a time rather than trying to transport them suddenly to a final conclusion or a vision. Um, and to model rather than simply try to, uh, you know, uh, instruct them in a new uh, process. 
So those that's the basic framework, I think, of the things I was reflecting on. Yeah, that's really good. So how are you feeling now? Uh, well, uh, part of this is a matter of trusting in the Lord of his processes rather than my uh, momentary successes. Uh, I do feel good about the thinking and the processes and what I'm trying to accomplish. But I also, the other the other thought I had that I've been praying about this is that um, there's a huge difference between general things that the Lord wants all his people to live into and specific guidance and healing and ways that Jesus is speaking at a given moment to an individual. And what I did yesterday was to carry, I think, my sense of what God is doing in me and trying to generalize it to others. And I I rail against that as a general problem in the church. And yet I see the same sin in myself, trying to push on others what I'm experiencing in the priority of hearing Jesus in a specific way. So I've I've been reflecting on the fact that throughout Scripture we see Jesus speaking or God speaking clearly in unexpected ways that often don't make sense from general principles, but lead to miracles and, you know, God's purposes being furthered. Um, and this has become very significant for me. I, over the last year, it's been a dominant thing I'm dealing with. But um, for for many believers, their relationship, and even in Scripture, I'm now beginning to see Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had no special guidance that we're told of. Um, they just understood from general principle, you don't bow down and worship golden idols. And so God honored them uh, without any specific guidance. And I've been trying, I think, un unconsciously to push everybody into a box of hearing more clearly because that's important to me when this may not be God's timing for doing that for them. Hey, uh, Robbie. Um can I can I repeat back what you said because I probably I'm not sure if I heard enough of it. Um, sure. so, feeling if I'm well, on track with well, you. Why, 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 why don't you why don't you give Ernie the opportunity to speak first and then uh, we could do that. If actually, that's no, okay. I'm actually I'm actually fine with actually I would appreciate Jeremy okay. phrasing it too so I could also get that. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, so, so basically, what I'm hearing you saying is that is is that you you were a little concerned that you were able to uh, that you were focusing more on the process and uh, it, with this focus on the process that after after the meeting you know got underway and then, and then a little bit later after the meeting was over. It became more of a clear to you that that there was too more process than you really initially wanted for yourself, and then people, uh, and and uh, that there's a feeling possibly that you might have been having that everybody that there was dis the people were disengaged, so 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 you were trying to figure out what might have caused that to happen and then um what you don't want is is for 
um, you know, what you feel like sometimes the church does, which is to everybody into a box, into the church's procedure for what they want. And so the church itself can be procedure focused and not people focused. And what you really want for yourself is a balance between procedure focusing and focusing on people and, you know, loving people. Yeah, to summarize in a slightly different way, when uh, I, I'm I'm a very duty-oriented, disciplined person, and I've tried to relate even in my own household that way. So we have a son with Down syndrome, and for a while I was trying to just discipline him to exercise daily with me, and it finally struck me that if he wasn't enjoying this, it didn't matter how frequently or how regularly we were. It's not consistency, it's enjoyment that carries most people into, you know, continuing what they're doing. So I'll, I'll continue to do something just because I think it's important and a good idea whether or not I'm enjoying it. But that's not true for most people. You have to include enjoyment. And, and since I've grown to include enjoyment with my son, we enjoy exercising most days and it's not consistent, it's not always the same time each day or the same amount of time or the same distance but we're we're doing it and enjoying it together and that's more important so the idea of together i think maybe enjoying it together uh, maybe shakes out as an important element earning that the enjoying together as well as doing together i've got bad echo here you see, I'm going to mute when we're not talking to see if that helps. Yeah, it's interesting. It, it ties into the kind of framework at the risk of forcing it on the system of you have to start with the user experience. How are people feeling and yep. experiencing this thing we're doing? And you have to nail that first before you really get the, the um, freedom or the right to experiment with the techniques and the practices. Right. And then um, the third part of that, right? Third, the urgent problem is the user experience, which is about empathy. The uh, tedious problem is is about the techniques, uh, which is what gets you scaling. And then the important problem is the business model, the focus, which gets you integrity or requires integrity. And I think that that is the. Um, actually, if, if you don't mind, I'm going to do a segue to the verse I shared over text. Did you, were you able to see that one, Janet? Um, text I sent? No. First Peter 4.10. Yeah. Did you send it this morning? Uh, last night. I haven't had time to check anything. Oh, even last night. Okay. All right. First Peter 4.10. I got my Bible here. I'll look at it. Okay. Okay. You want to just read it for us, Janet, if you can pull out your Bible? As soon as I can get it. As each one has received a special gift, employ it as serving one another as good stewards of the manifold race. Okay. Is that right? Yeah, that was it. Thank you. Okay, so I want to do kind of like a micro study right now and just take a minute to just read, the, look at that verse 
on your phone or your Bible or whatever, and just uh, ask God, what does he want to say to us uh, through this passage? So I'll just like just do a minute and we'll see what we hear. I have one quick thought, and I'm not getting any more, so I'm ready. Okay, thank you. Janet, let us know when you're ready. I'm ready. Okay, why don't you go first, Robbie? You know, what I think Jesus is saying to me as I, as I ask him, reading this verse, is, I have a specific gift, and that gift needs to work with other gifts. Um, otherwise, otherwise, it's destructive, or it, it, it's disruptive, maybe, not destructive. But that uh, my gift is seeing alternate ways to do things uh, that are probably worth checking out and seeing reasons for doing things. Um, but um, if it's not combined with others who are um, compassionate and, and sensitive to group processes, at least in this example, that uh, it's not that I need to try and personally learn, learn all the gifts I'm lacking. I just need to be combined with others. Great. Thank you. Janet? I, I see that the, the, the each of the uses of the gifts are also combined with love and love uh, um, are used in, within the context. Okay, thank you. I think the, the thing that really struck me, one of the reasons I chose this verse also, is this idea of stewardship of grace. And in particular, I think this concept of stewardship really highlights the tension that I feel, and maybe you do too. And then on the one hand, uh, like I feel like God has given me a revelation of something that is important to communicate to the group, and that's why we are doing this, is that there is this thing that God has entrusted to me. But on the other hand, uh, I need to separate that trust from my uh, gifts and biases and really focus on, um, so I need to hear God first, but I need to hear the people second. And I don't want to get so obsessed over how I've experienced God to impose on other people, but I also don't want to get so caught up in what other people want to that I uh, lose sight of the trust that God gave me. And there's a wonderful, uh, I was looking up the word steward earlier, 
And what the steward is, well, he disperses money, among other things, disperses money to members of the household, including younger children. So he basically is the paymaster and grants the allowance. And it occurred to me that in designing DBJ, the goal is to give people uh, the appropriate portion and also that it's really about grace. That to me is the hardest thing I struggle with is that it's easy to get people to follow an agenda based on the law, but it's hard to do that based on grace. And that's the thing that I want to try and keep my eye on is, is this increasing the flow of grace for that person? And this may or may not be what they want. And uh, in that sense, I sometimes prefer the term engagement to enjoyment. Because as we know, um, you know, following Jesus is not always enjoyable. You know, denying yourself, taking up your cross uh, are often very unpleasant things. But what I'm more concerned about is are people actually engaged in the process? And enjoyment is a good sign of engagement. Mm-hmm. But the, um, the difference in some ways is actually great. Like we had some rough spots like on Thursday night when uh, Joanna shared that she was angry with me for stuff. And I appreciated that on multiple levels. One of which is like, huh, I can see how that was friction. Is there a way to avoid or reduce that friction? But also it's a chance for her to show me grace because anytime you're trying to do something, there will be friction. And we need grace from other people uh, to cover our own weaknesses that are coming and they need grace from us. Uh, and we need grace from God uh, because some of these things are literally impossible without grace. And so that's what I've been reflecting on. Um, the so let me just ask you that since this is kind of the the episode title I'm going for in stewardship. How do you experience stewardship either in this verse or in practice? And do you see that as an appropriate framework for how we lead the group? Curious what you think. Can you say that again? Um, it will run out. Yeah, let me pitch it to Robbie. So Robbie's question is, is how do you feel about the word stewardship? And how do you, you see it in relation to how we lead the group? Well, the direction my mind goes with that, or maybe the spirit leading me, is that um, first, I can't um, just be, I can't allow myself discouragement, in discouragement to simply withdraw what I have to steward to give the, the group. But I also need to draw on what others are stewarding, that they're called to contribute to the group dynamic. And uh, I'm, wa- I'm wondering if either... Uh, if if you're either your folks would be open to a personal conversation debrief with me about how they experienced this and what they'd like to see for the future of the group because i i think to draw I was, to, to acknowledge what they're what they're thinking and experiencing to hear that would be helpful for me but i think also maybe healing or helpful for them well, if you're if you're uh, Robbie, you know if you're inviting them, if you think it would be helpful, I'll support you any way that 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 you want me to. You know, right, if you if you, you want to debrief, that's, that's fine. I, I'd love to be able to be there as your sister in Christ uh-huh. too. 
to listen and help you to work it through or, you know, offer something, whatever the Holy Spirit might give me. Yeah. I would imagine with those two men that just a person, one-to-one personal conversation would work better, but but I appreciate the, your availability. Thank you. And you can start with Janet, and she can kind of debrief you on your debriefing, too, to uh, sure. give you better yeah. insights on how to contact the others. Yeah. Yeah, that could be the next okay. step. Okay. Janet, uh, do you have any thoughts on stewardship? You know, I've always actually wondered what the definition of that term is. It gets thrown around a lot. I used to think of it in terms of just taking care of my, my money and my bank. Um, the, but stewardship, uh, in, in, in this kind of context, for me, it feels like or, or seems like it might be, you know, the, the, uh, the, the what do you call it, the uh, facilitator role. Uh, and, and then it's also involves an awareness of understanding my audience and understanding um, what guidance might be needed to draw them out, so that so that they might they might have the freedom to feel, um, you know, like like, you, like they have some. You cut out. We're not hearing anything. Yeah. Seems to be having audio issues. Uh, yeah, well, I, I'm, no, I'm, I'm here. It's just that I finished. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, there was also, it was, it, there... it was garbling a bit towards the end, so we weren't sure whether it dropped off or whether you stopped. We may have lost the last few seconds, but I think that's good. I think oh, the thing okay. that's been pressing on me thinking about this for the group is actually stewardship of time. And, uh-huh. you know, we're asking people to give us 90 minutes or an hour and a half or two and a half hours if they come from the beginning to the end of the prologue and the epilogue. And I, right. I want to make sure we're being good stewards of that time. Um, and also that we are um, assigning appropriate amount of time to each section, you know, in that um, we have yep. this progression that I'm hoping to take people through. And so there's a couple of things that I'm going to do for, for next week. One is that uh, I'm going to try yet another iteration of the Bible uh, storying piece with more journaling and less sharing to see if that okay. makes the time more efficient. Um, and then the second part is uh, doing some actual training about what I want to happen from the question. I'm actually going to planning to shift the terminology from praise, which to me is kind of generic, to testimony which is specifically uh-huh. focused on what Jesus is doing. And yep. so we'll talk about that on Wednesday at our session. But the third thing uh, that I realized is that, that this is all time is a sensitive area for me because I can easily get very legalistic about it. And uh-huh. um, uh, I was thinking about, there was this little uh, back and forth I had with Eric on Thursday night. And I think it was good that I said something, but it would be better if I said something different or just asked a question. And part of it is that, you know, I was surprised and I wasn't sure what to do with it. So I've given that a name and I call it a moment. Uh, is that is that we have this format, which we think is our best attempt to steward the time to make sure everyone in the group is getting what God wants them to receive. 
but we may have a moment where we go off script where somebody does something, you know, unexpected or contrary. And rather than uh, shutting it down, I was realizing that, or my current thinking is that I need to be a good steward of that because often those are the most vulnerable or teachable moments and experiences. And to say, okay, wow. So I'm going to add that to the list of reminders is that watch for moments where the Holy Spirit takes us off script and then welcome that moment and then steward it and say, okay, uh, let's just take a minute to process what the Holy Spirit might be trying to say through this. And then we could say, okay, uh, let's move forward or should we stop and just process this together? And I, I, have a, I have a belief that this will not be the last such moment we have during the group. And I feel better having a terminology uh, to help right. me process that. Um, so that's another dimension of stewardship. Great. Well, and, oh, your terminology yeah. for is what? Your term is, is what? Moment. Your terminology. Okay. So it's like so, what you call an I didn't. We didn't catch what you said. Yeah, you, you got cut off again, Janet. Sorry. It's 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 like what you call in in teaching sometimes the teachable moment. Teaching with yeah, kids, I, it's like something happens, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and the only that's uh, very valuable. Yeah, so I, I I borrowed it from that, but also uh, I guess in our context, I would probably call it more of a learnable moment. Because it's not about, uh -huh. oh, I need to teach you this because you're doing it wrong. It's like, huh, there's something here we all need to learn. Yep. And what do I need to learn? What do you need to learn? What do we need to learn? And um, and to me, that's the the danger specifically that I was talking about with Eric uh, was that I don't want it to be where I or someone else said as the teacher who has the answers. Uh, we want to look to Jesus and see what he well, wants us to learn. Judge. That's the judge. That's the Catholic. You don't want to be the Catholic. That's the judge. And <laughs> I'm not sure if I would use the word Catholic you know, to label it that way. But uh, uh, you mean hierarchical? Uh, so it's, it's a learnable moment. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so yay. Ten points there for truth. Yay. Okay. okay. Well, that's even better so for any, stewardship, I think. A learnable moment. Yeah. You had said you were going out. Uh, you had something at eight. I want to respect your time and and your yeah, stewardship have, of that. Uh, I, I, I need, I, yeah, it's, it's not a hard stop. It's a soft stop. So I can. Do you want to? Right. Any last thoughts you guys want to share? No, uh, just that you know I I'm conscious that you've had other pressures. I'm also eager to talk with you more um, personally about the the actual slides that I put together. And uh, um, if there's time in your schedule, sometime before Wednesday. So um, yeah. Anyway, uh, I think there is one, one thing that would help me though is what was the I was curious about is what was the goal you were hoping to achieve by the way you did those slides. Well, that's that's what I'd want to talk about is the goal. Okay, because you're still kind of processing that. One 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 thing I realized is that I. I introduced things without explaining any of the why I was doing it. And on one hand, that can really bog down. On the other hand, if people are asked to do things for which they see no point, there's pushback that way. So anyway, 
yeah. let me know when there's uh, room in your schedules to have that conversation. Okay, yeah. Maybe after you've done your debrief, you can drop me a note. And then my debrief uh, with Janet. You said you're with, with Janet and whoever else from the group is able to meet. So you've had some time to process oh, okay. their reactions, and then we can kind of have a follow-up call. Sure. Um, I, the, the way you referred to your debrief, I, I'm wondering if you think I have another regular time or even any time scheduled at this point. Um, Hold on one second. Not. Sure. Okay, yes. I am being paged. So... Um, yep. Sounds good. Uh, uh, Robbie, can you close this in prayer? Sure. Thank you, Jesus, for your love, your presence, your uh, just uh, passionate desire to be close to us, to be in fellowship with us, to have us abiding in you, to work in and through us. And uh pray that we'll experience more of that this coming week. And through DBJ that others will come into a richer, deeper experience of that as well. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, guys. God bless. You're welcome to stay All on right. the call if you guys want to talk about you. your debriefing. If not, uh, let me know how it goes. Okay. Yeah. Bye. Sure. Do you want to stay on, Robbie? Uh, sure. Okay. Yeah, we could do that and then maybe still be recorded. I'm not sure. Okay. Uh so um let's see what time is it uh for a few minutes more um like maybe 10 minutes or so but it, it would yeah. if you want to uh talk with me a little bit longer um after 10 uh -huh. o'clock is good because then i'm finished with having to go back and fix julie her breakfast so yeah um all right so uh, but anyway um i uh, uh, Robbie, I want to say yeah. you are a, you, you're a courageous man, <laughs> and yeah. you're certainly blessed. Um, if you're doing anything outside of your comfort zone, it takes it is a powerful blessing of courage that you are and others too. Um, and and uh i just get the feeling that you that you're not that that you might that true uh so you garbled a little bit uh, that you had a feeling that it might something i'm wondering if you're outside of your comfort zone on this is, is that true your comfort zone um well uh, I think I, I don't feel that at this moment, but I have been conscious of being outside of my comfort zone, and particularly the way the meeting unfolded Friday morning. Uh, I, as I said in the debrief with Ernie toward the end of the, while we were still on YouTube, that it felt like I had this sense of the disciples may have had moments of frustration and perplexity with Jesus like others may have had with me during this meeting not that I'm very much like Jesus but uh, that dynamic of things not making sense and being frustrated with it is uh, something I can 
I could imagine others were experiencing, particularly Ernie's dad and, and uh, father-in-law. And Kent, maybe, to some extent yeah. as well. Um, well, uh, what is it that you might you might be wanting me to focus on or think about? Uh, well, you think um, could could help grief the process. Yeah, so you're going to lead the next session if you're willing. <laughs> uh -huh. And uh, oh, sure. you feel okay. So then, um, I want to. Uh, I'd like to review with you the slides that we went through that I developed for last Friday yesterday um, so that you can understand what I was trying to accomplish. You could look at a slide and say, okay, I think you're trying to accomplish this or yeah, that would be a good, if you give a tentative statement. So I'm, I'm really fascinated these days um, by, by the power of questions and also in reading the book you introduced me to, Listening for Heaven's Sake, this idea of reflecting back um, what attentively what you think I'm saying so that I can improve that and, and clarify. And you did that earlier in this call. So I appreciate that uh, uh, interaction. Uh, so anyway, I'd like to go through the slides and see how my thinking is refined in the course of interacting about my goals and what goals you want to embrace out of being aware of what I was trying to embrace and helping you draft uh, mm -hmm. a different set of slides for next Friday um, based partly on what Ernie has done and also what you learned from going through my slides. So that's what I'm hoping we'll have time for uh, at some point. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're more pressed for time, like, you know, structures than I am. So you okay. can you can make that call okay. and say how long you want to set aside for for working on this based on your needs and your family, um, right. and then and then also say that I can offer you what I think worked and didn't work right. as as opinion. Helpful. Yep. And I so but not advice. Sure. Just opinion, um, yep. and and uh, so that's that's good. So we make a time for that. You want to make you you want to make it. I'm sorry if I sound like I'm talking too loud or something, but I don't know what the connection is like on your end. Right. Do you want to just make a time for that? Maybe later today or tomorrow. Wait a minute. What's today? Today's Saturday. Oh, today's Saturday. Any anytime soon. Yeah. Uh huh. Um. Well. Do you want yeah, to make a time? Um. Uh, before I can commit to a time, I need to check with my daughter because we we do a debrief of the same thing. We we pra we practice each Saturday, uh, just trying to listen to Jesus together, and she's very interested in you know learning from what I'm doing with this. So that's the next step for me is to find out what time yeah. is going to work in her schedule and to do that with her and then to follow up with you after okay. that. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, okay, because my days are open. On, okay, so you also have time on Monday or Tuesday. Yes, my days are open. Um, it just has to be after 10 o'clock. 
if you can work yeah, that okay. out. And oh yeah, sure. this for me the sound on good, but I don't right. know how it's coming through for you. There. Yeah, so maybe I could like again. just be on think, the phone. Do you you have two different lines? You have a home line and a mobile. Which are you on right now? Computer. Oh, you're talking through the computer? Through the computer? Yes. Oh, uh, that may be why the sound isn't so good. Okay. Uh yeah, let's just talk by phone next time. Okay. Do you have uh whether is the phone is the mobile phone or the home phone any better than the other as far as you know? Home phone is a lot better than the mobile phone for ma for me. The home phone for is. me to hear. Okay. Yeah, I can and, put you uh, on a speaker phone. And if you want to set it up as an Uber conference, Uber conference no. is okay. That's just on That's home just phone. So your home known home phone okay. is two nine two seven. Is that correct? No. No. That's, that's the mobile. That's the mobile. The home is the mobile is six ends with five one eight one. That's the one. That's home. Five yes. Five one eight one. All right. Yeah. Okay. So I've got these backwards. So the mobile doesn't get uh, the mobile will receive texts. Right? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh good. Then uh I've got this updated in my phone. So all right, so um I'll touch base with you uh it might be Monday. Um but uh I'll okay. connect with so I I can message you at the mobile to set up a time, is that correct? I can text you and say, what about this time? Yes. You, yes. If you okay. don't hear from me soon enough, then send an email. All right. So uh, do you get um, immediate the, notification on email? Yes. Okay. So your, your email notification and, is actually quicker. Your email connection is quicker than uh, than than texting, huh? Yes. All right. Okay, so you needed to go. Um, I think it sounded like you needed to go about now. Yeah, I need to get over there. She's waiting for me. All right. So I'll, I I'll fixed let you her go. breakfast in the morning. Okay. Uh-huh. I'll wait to hear from you then. Okay. Bye-bye. Right. Bye.